Carpet Design. Are you wondering what your business is worth? Or have you considered buying or selling a business? Contact me, Alicia Cox, Certified Valuation Professional, at Harker Mellinger to discuss how a business valuation can help you determine the proper values in gifting, estate planning, and the purchase or sale of your business. Harker Mellinger has been providing professional valuation services since 1995. Schedule an appointment today to discuss how a business valuation can work for you. Harker Mellinger, located at 1811 South Sheridan Avenue in Sheridan. Your business business deserves a strong partner. First Federal Bank and Trust provides cash management services to help your business collect, disperse, and manage funds. Whether you need merchant services or positive pay fraud protection, our team will find the tools that best support your business. Contact a cash management officer today by visiting efirstfederal.bank. First Federal Bank and Trust is your partner in success. Member FDIC. This public service message is presented by BHJ Property Management at 101 South Main. 24th Annual Storywide Yard Sales, coming Sunday, June 25th, with sales starting at 8 a.m. The Story Women's Club will be serving Waldorf Astoria biscuits and gravy and cinnamon rolls starting at 7 until they're gone. Story Fire Department will be serving hot dogs and burgers beginning at 10. Location maps are available at Story Women's Club, Story Store, and online at storywyoming.org. For more info, 725-8467. How would you like to win $500 in Chamber Bucks? Hey, this is Cindy with ERA Carol Realty inviting you to enter the ERA Carol Realty Summer Sweepstakes. Chamber Bucks can be used all over town and it's just in time for you to shop downtown during the upcoming summer events. Just go to the contest page on sharedmedia.com where you can enter daily through June 28th. Have a great summer. This is Public Pulse, your information and conversation program, brought to you by First Federal Bank and Trust. You can voice your opinion by calling 672-KROE. That's 672-5763. Now, your host for Public Pulse, Floyd Whitey. Good morning and welcome to Public Pulse. Now, recovering from an illness or an injury can be a painful, slow, and difficult process. Depending on the injury or the illness, recovery can take months and even years. Having to exercise a joint, stretch new skin grafts, or complete repetitive movements over and over again can be painful, frustrating, and physically exhausting. But it's needed to help you recover or to speed up that recovery. It takes a special type of person to stand next to you, to support you through this process, and to coach you back to health. Joining me this morning is physical therapist Charlotte Walter from the Wyoming Rehab of Sheridan Memorial Hospital. Good morning, Charlotte. Good morning, Floyd. Uh, How's your spring going so far? Uh, Wet. (laughs) Yeah. Yes, I just got my garden in finally, and it's wet but not warm enough quite um, and we've had to delay a lot of hiking plans because it's a little little muddy yet on the trails how, how big is your garden i have a 30 by 10 plot up at the hospital the hospital has an employee oh, garden wow. so cool it's a pretty yeah a pretty big spot and it's a great they provide water and a tall fence so it's a good good spot for us yeah you know that's a very relaxing thing to go out there and it garden usually is. Every now. Mm-hmm. I had some folks on the show yesterday, and that's exactly what we were talking about. Mm-hmm. Now, where were you born, Charlie? I was born in southeastern South Dakota in Mitchell. 
Ah, so mm-hmm. you're used to kind of the, the area, the region. Yes, the region, yes. Uh, what was your upbringing like? Was it like farm or urban? Yes, um, very rural area. So I grew up in a small town called Howard, and I grew up on a farm. Um, we raised cattle and hogs and crops, so very active in that. And then I moved out here for the mountains. <laughs> so that's why I am here. Now, growing up on that farm, looking back on you know friends, relatives, of the family when you look at that did you see a lot of injuries that you could have uh, that physical therapy could have helped along with I mean even before we started the show mm-hmm. you and I were talking about things that I've done in my past that I've had to pay prices for mm-hmm. but in ag it's it's such a physical lifestyle yes uh, so do you remember seeing those things growing up well I guess very personally um, my dad <laughs> multiple he has had um, two knee replacements and oh. shoulder surgery so yes um, absolutely and not necessarily preventative in a sense um, but more of how to keep moving and keep strong and keep active yeah. after those things yeah yeah it's a it's a really physical lifestyle mm-hmm. now <sighs> What is it that brought you here to Sheridan? Was it the work? Was it something else? Mm -hmm. I think the really, again, most thing was the outdoor recreation. Um, I was living in South Carolina after I graduated and wanted to move closer to home. Um, And so Wyoming Bighorns were the closest like mountain range with a lot of outdoor recreation that was still drivable distance to visit my family and remain closer to them. Now, when it comes to the definition of physical therapy, mm-hmm. uh, I'm, I'm pretty sure there's a lot of folks out there who have something in their head. But what what is what is the definition? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Textbook definition. Textbook of de- <laughs> OK, I'll have to go back to my APTA. <laughs> so a textbook definition is really the, the purpose of physical therapy is to optimize movement. Um, um, so that people can maintain their their functional and recreational and workplace activities. So we want to optimize if you do have an injury or optimize post-surgically or an illness of how do we get you back to full possible function to still do those things that you want to. Now, what inspired you to become a physical therapist? Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, usually, you know, folks have got a an event in their life. Was there ever something like that <laughs> there, where you're like, you know there what? There was an event, yes, my 11th grade. Uh, <laughs> we had a, like a combined home rec careers class and we took a career cruising survey <laughs> based on um, interest and aptitudes and strengths and weaknesses and physical therapist was actually my first match. And so our wow. assignment was to shadow within you know one of our first matches. And so I had shadowed a PT in Howard. Um, it was a great experience and I knew that I wanted to be in the medical field and that seemed like a great fit based on that shadowing experience and my interests at that time. Wow. So mm-hmm. this this is something that you've known you wanted to do time. for a long yes. time. Yes. A lot of people end up getting into college and maybe changing something, mm-hmm. but you you really wanted to be a physical therapist. Yeah, I think it's actually the opposite. The more that I learned about physical therapy and the more that I learned of like what the field can do, I became more and more interested and has led me to my like, specialty interests and career of where I am now. Wow. Mm-hmm. Now, what is the educational process to become a physical therapist? Yeah, so at this point, um, all physical therapists coming out of school have to obtain a doctorate degree. So typically you have to obtain a bachelor's degree prior to applying to a doctorate program. So I have my doctorate in physical therapy. Um, so you're a doctor. I am a doctor. Yes, Dr. Walter <laughs> is my official title. Yes. 
Wow. Yes. So uh, how, how difficult was this to get through the educational process? I mean, was there a, a big challenge that you can remember? Yeah, I do rem- I remember describing my, my first semester of PT school to a family friend of it's like trying to drink through a fire hose yeah. <laughs> as far as all the information and so much that you're trying to learn and absorb in those few years of that doctorate program. Now, do you have to go through like a, and I would imagine you do, like a type of clinicals? Oh yeah, yes. Each program is a little bit different, but you're required to go through so many weeks of clinical experience. So for example, in my program, we had, I believe, 30 weeks, and that's split into like four different clinical experiences across a variety of settings. Now, was there any point where where you second-guessed yourself? I, I know, like, we as humans, we all get to mm-hmm. that point where we're like, you know what, is this what I'm supposed to do? Because I'm... <laughs> Wait, did that ever happen with you? Really, no. I think more so I was able to figure out what settings were I was not as interested in or wanted to move away from, but yeah. still within that physical therapy realm. All right. Well, uh, Doc, do you specialize in a, f- in a f- specific field? Mm-hmm. Of mm-hmm. physical therapy. Yes, I do. Actually, in the last couple of years, I've received educational or further educational training in the area of pelvic health physical therapy, which uh-huh. I found to be, yes, incredibly rewarding and something I'm very, very excited and passionate about. So. Now, when it comes to that, because I can look back and a lot of the guys who I served with, we're all getting surgeries now. Mm-hmm. And we've all hit that age where we're paying, paying yes, the toll yes. for, for being young. Uh, a lot of hip surgeries sure. going on. Mm-hmm. Um, so is there, is it... Because that's such a uh, primary pivot in the body. Mm -hmm. Is there just a lot that the pelvis affects that we don't even really think about? I think so. And I think helpful to recognize how the hip fits into a larger chain of the body and is involved in any, you know, spinal movement of flexion or extension or lifting or loading, as well as connected to the knee, too. Um, I think with the specialty of pelvic health, we're more looking at um, concerns regarding like bowel and bladder function, pregnancy and postpartum, sexual dysfunction, things like that. Wow. So mm-hmm. a lot of things can be linked to that. Yes. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Is that what kind of drew you to that once you started seeing that, hey, yeah. this is this might be the mm-hmm. key component to the mm-hmm. whole equation? Yeah, I think more so I took a like a short intensive during PT school um, that talked about pregnancy and postpartum and how many changes happen during that period for, for women in particular. And so something that I, I found, especially in physical therapy, the fact that so many things you don't have to live with, so many things we can improve and again, optimize. And especially when it comes to like peeing your pants after you have kids or like you can't exercise or do the things you want to because of those things doesn't have to. And so that's where public health can really help and come in and address those concerns. There's a certain level of patience that uh, physical therapists need that a lot of other doctors (laughs) <laughs> Let's just say that it doesn't, it, it's not required of them, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I've, I've got an old cowboy type of father. Mm-hmm. And uh, longtime listeners know his personality. Very traditional man. Yeah. He suffered burns over 30% of his body. He got a skin graft. This graft went right in front of his shoulder. Uh, and he had to stretch that so that he could get his arm up. Mm-hmm. I love my father, but I've never seen him be more difficult of a human being yeah. than having to do that. 
Yes. And I think helpful to recognize that people are coming to us when they're really frustrated and they're in pain and they're not able to be at work or doing the activities that they want to. Um, so I think helpful to keep that perspective of we're not seeing them at their best, but we're trying to get them back to their best. When it comes to the training to deal with them. I mean, is there like a, <laughs> yeah. a special section of the school? No, unfortunately or... we don't have a class on, on that. And I think it's more um, the type of personality that would be drawn to that career, um, as well as more and more experience and just perspective over time. Yeah, because when you're in that much pain mm-hmm. and you have to do it over and, and you know, okay, mm-hmm. three o'clock on Wednesday, yes. I've got to go put <laughs> yes. myself through this torture. Yeah. Uh, even though it's good for you. Mm -hmm. I just think it takes a special type of person to sit there and talk me out of giving up. I agree. Yes, I I would agree. (laughs) and would encourage folks that, I mean, it's worth it. It's worth that investment of time and effort and energy and often discomfort um, to achieve those goals that we're working towards. And just so everybody knows, my father actually has full movement. Yeah. Shoulder now. Uh, but uh, yeah, the, he he used some colorful words the entire time. He I've was heard doing a few. <laughs> yes. Now, what types of rehab are available up at Sheridan Memorial Hospital? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so specifically at Wyoming Rehab in the outpatient setting, we have speech therapy as well as occupational therapy and physical therapy. What? It, it, what is speech therapy as far as, because I mean, there's certain injuries uh, mm-hmm. that to the brain yes. that can really affect yes. how I talk. Yes, I can. Yeah. So speech therapy, uh, I admit I am not a, not an expert in speech therapy. My understanding is that yes, we can, or speech therapists can help folks after some kind of, you know, brain injury or brain trauma, as well as after a stroke, um, as well as if they have any, you know, cognitive deficits or language deficits, things of that nature. And I imagine that takes quite a while. Again, yes, a lot yes. of patience mm-hmm. uh, to sit down and, and just repeat, really. Yeah. I, I could imagine. Yeah. All right. We're going to have more with physical therapist Charlotte Walter. Dr. Charlotte Walter. <laughs> Thank you, Lloyd. From the Wyoming Rehab <laughs> of Sheridan Memorial Hospital right after this. You're listening to Public Pulse on 930 KROE and 103.9 FM. Sheridan. First Federal Bank and Trust would like to recognize another winner of $1,000 in cash in a $1,000 marketing donation match from Sheridan Media. As part of their community commitment, Bighorn High School is receiving these funds for random drawing. We're giving $1,000 away every week to a qualified nonprofit organization. Next week, it could be your nonprofit. Visit our website, efirstfederal.bank, for details. First Federal Bank and Trust and Sheridan Media present Community Commitment, member FDIC. Have you heard? Sheridan's own Vacutech is growing and now they are hiring part-time weekend workers. Open positions include general labor, machine operators, craters, and more. Vacutech is offering weekend premium pay and a $2,000 sign-on bonus. This is a perfect opportunity to make extra money or even make a great living while working weekends and enjoying the week off. For more information and to apply, visit Vacutech's Open Opportunities page on their website at vacutechllc.com. Summer's here. That means warm weather road trips. You're ready, but is your car ready? Are your tires safe for hot weather driving? Midas Tire and Auto has rebates up to 170 bucks on name brand tires like Michelin, BFG, Cooper, and Hankook. Is your vehicle's air conditioner running on empty? 
new or old, including the most recent YF Freon systems, Midas works on all AC systems, getting and keeping you safely on the road for this summer's travels. See Midas Tire and Auto in Sheridan. At Sheridan Memorial Hospital, telemedicine is as easy as clicking a link in a text message and allows you a visit with our medical professionals remotely without any time wasted on travel or in the waiting room. No additional software or app is needed, making it easy for you to access our medical services anytime, anywhere. This is Dr. David Nickerson, Medical Director at Sheridan Memorial Hospital Urgent Care, and we look forward to helping you prioritize your health at your convenience. Make an appointment today by calling or texting 675-5850 or visiting our website at SheridanUrgentCare.com. This announcement is brought to you by Farmers Co-op, your farm and ranch supply store on Coffin Avenue. Crank them up for the Lighter Rally June 23rd and 24th. Friday evening's entertainment is Brock Finn with humor by Softail Rick A. Saturday's poker run to Buffalo and back starts at 11 a.m. and is capped off with a night of music by Lucy Was Right along with more funnies by Softail Rick A. Did I mention a silent auction with the proceeds going to the Advocacy and Resource Center? Food, drinks, and free camping on site. The annual Lighter Rally June 23rd and 24th. For questions, call Bob at 752-2721. What if I told you you could save hundreds or even possibly thousands of dollars shopping? That's exactly what I'm telling you. And even better, you're shopping local vendors. The summer auction on SheridanMedia.com has pages of items for sale. You'll see the retail price, and you can bid half of that price if no one else bids, and you'll get it for that price. You can save hundreds and even possibly thousands of dollars. I hope you're going to SheridanMedia.com right now. Click on the summer auction ad and place your bids. Good morning and welcome back to Public Pulse. I'm Floyd Whiting and this morning we are speaking with physical therapist Dr. Charlotte Walter from the Wyoming Rehab of Sheridan Memorial Hospital. Now, uh, Doc, we've talked about rehab in the clinic and and some of the processes that we have to go through. But one thing that I did want to touch on uh, based on the stuff that was sent to me, Wyoming Rehab has events with the community, uh, mm-hmm. which I think is absolutely fantastic. This is only, I mean, the list goes on. <laughs> uh, so first off, one thing that, uh, since you specialize in it, what is pelvic floor physical therapy? Mm-hmm. So pelvic floor physical therapy is a branch of physical therapy specialized in treating concerns regarding bowel or blow bowel or bladder dysfunctions, um, pregnancy and postpartum changes, as well as any like sexual dysfunction. And and what does that entail? Is mm-hmm. it, I mean, because I'm picturing me laying on a floor. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I think would be would be most helpful if you I can give you a couple like situations or examples of patients appropriate for a pelvic floor PT. So specifically, um, so maybe a young woman in their 30s and they've had a couple children and now they're having you know pelvic heaviness or maybe leaking urine with chasing after their kids or exercising and things like that. And so what we do is we come in and we look at okay, what is the strength and awareness and recruitment of those pelvic floor muscles, which I always stress they're muscles just like the muscle in your bicep, muscle in your shoulder, and they so they can get weaker over time if they're used improperly or after an injury and they're not rehabbed fully, and they can also get stronger with the right amount of you know, guidance and progressive loading, just like any other muscle. So it depends on the patient. Sometimes we're focusing more on that strengthening aspect. Sometimes we're focusing more on like a relaxation and awareness aspect of those muscles can get so tense and guarded. Thinking of like muscles in your neck or again, your shoulder that cause some pain and discomfort. Same thing can happen in the pelvic floor, which causes pain, discomfort, 
dysfunction. So it may be more teaching you more relaxation strategies and stretching strategies. Um, or a lot of thing a lot of times that we have patients come in with like a lot of urgency related to voiding of they have to, you know, pee before they leave the house, pee when they get to the store, yeah. that kind of thing. Um, and we do what's called bladder retraining for that to better tune into well what is maybe irritating the bladder, how are the pelvic floor muscles involved in that and how can we get you better control of those symptoms. See that is really interesting to explore because I mean a lot of people think, well I'm just getting old. <laughs> No. And that's that's all there's right? <laughs> right, but, yes, but I hear that. Yes, I hear that all the time. It's just your age. No, but that's not not the case. I mean, there's no reason someone in their forties, fifties, sixties, seventies should be peeing their pants. Yeah. There's no. There's there's something behind it. Yes. And we can get it fixed. Yes, we can. Yes. It's gonna take a little bit of work. It'll take some work. Yes, take but, some time. I mean, if you're if you're going through that, mm -hmm. it's worth the work. Yes, and unfortunately, I think it's an area that a lot of people don't feel comfortable talking about. A, a lot, lot of, of I have yes, yeah. I have so many patients who come in and tell me, oh, I haven't told my doctor about this for years because I like didn't think there was anything I could do or I was embarrassed to talk about it. Um, and so I think that's a big reason why I'm so passionate about it and want people to know that this is not something you have to live with. It's a quality of life thing that we can so easily remedy and you know just for some listeners out there who who happen to maybe be going through anything like this mm -hmm. i think shame comes from fault yeah right they sure. think well this is obviously my body's mm -hmm. fault there's nothing i can do about mm -hmm. it so it's just something i gotta hide forever yeah. it's not your fault no. and no. and and we can get it fixed it, it just gotta open up and be honest about it mm -hmm. and they can come see you they correct? can yes if, if they have this problem absolutely uh, I don't need to go see my doctor first. I can come straight to you. So a great option is to do a free screen. Uh, that's something that we do at Wyoming Rehab. If patients aren't sure if they need physical therapy or just have some questions about, well, I have these symptoms, where, what is my next step? Um, and so if a listener is interested or finds like, oh, that's me, <laughs> that applies yeah. to me, I'd encourage you to, to call the clinic um, and ask for like a free screen with a pelvic floor therapist. And you can, it's a 30 minute block of time that you can come in and chat with one of us and see, well, is this something that I can help with, um, with pelvic floor PT? And then if we do decide that like formal physical therapy would be the way to go, then we do need a referral from your doctor. And so often we can call your doctor to get that referral, or if it's a new problem that your doctor isn't aware of and wants to, you know, make sure we check out some other things and rule out some other concerns, then they might have you, you know, come in and then refer you back to PT. Well, see, that's fantastic. Free screening. Free screen. I yes. can walk in there. Yes. 30 minutes of my life and I might be able to solve this problem. You might learn that's something. Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> right. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Now, what else does the, the free screening cover? Am I being Any, screened for literally anything? Literally anything. Yeah. So usually we have folks that come in with, oh, I hurt my shoulder over the weekend or I'm having some back pain or I'm, you know, have some concerns about pelvic floor, that kinds of thing. And so it's a, a scheduled appointment, you know, it's a certain time that you call and you just have that 30 minutes to get in front of a, a healthcare professional and ask those questions related to, again, usually it's a spectrum of, okay, go ahead and try these things, or, oh, you definitely need to go to your doctor. PT is yeah. not the appropriate realm here. Or, yes, physical therapy would definitely help. Let's get that referral ball rolling to get you in here. And as you said, it might require going back to the doctor so mm -hmm. that they can rule out, okay, this sure. isn't this. Yes. It's not that. Right. And yes, they right. were right. Physical therapy is the direction you need mm -hmm. to go. Mm -hmm. What injury? In, in our area, do you see the most walk through the door? 
I think most often is like either back or knee pain because we have such an active active community here yeah. in Sheridan. Um, and so I see a lot of people either with back pain or after a back surgery or like knee pain and after like a knee replacement or surgery. And to try and help alleviate that, mm-hmm. I mean, many of us uh, have worked very physical jobs mm-hmm. in the past yeah. or, or still currently do. Yeah. Proper lifting techniques. Uh, maybe posture. Does posture play into like back problems later on in it life? It can. I think I think posture is a popular word to throw around of like, well, if you have good posture, you won't have back pain. And that's not necessarily a direct correlation. It's more of, well, how are you using your back throughout the day? Um, and if you're doing a very heavy physical job, we need to make sure that you're also like strong enough to do that over and over and over. I think a lot of people operate at their like one rep max throughout the day or like their top functional level throughout the day. And we need what we call a functional reserve to be able to complete that level of activity over and over and over each day. So it may be, yeah, I have a physical job, but you may benefit from some specific strengthening routine a couple days a week, just so that your body is able to handle that amount of activity and loading over time. We're not built like machines. Right? <laughs> no, not quite. <laughs> Unfortunately, not quite, we're no. not made of iron. No. Uh, Doc, I want to thank you so much for taking time to come mm-hmm. in here and speak with us mm-hmm. this morning. Uh, I always appreciate whenever they send uh, someone from Sheridan Memorial Hospital. You guys are consummate professionals. And uh, it, it, <laughs> during the break, she answered a lot of questions for me. So <laughs> yes. I greatly appreciate you. Thank you so much. Thank you, Floyd. All thank right. You. When we come back, we're going to speak with the Sheridan VA Healthcare System. This is Public Pulse on 930 KROE, 103.9 FM, Sheridan. Keeping your cash in a high-yield account is a simple way to save. First Federal Bank and Trust's high-yield online savings account comes with a competitive interest rate and local service from people you know. Open the account from the convenience of your computer or mobile device and watch your savings grow. Visit efirstfederal.bank to open your account today or check out our deposit specials. First Federal Bank and Trust, helping our customers succeed since 1935. Member FDIC. Hi, this is Colton Bates with the Best Real Estate Team, and I'm curious, do you love your home? If so, great. We hope you continue to cherish what you can call yours. But if you had conversations with people who say that the right home for them is hopeless, the market has its challenges, but we don't want your friends, family, and people you know to feel like home ownership is impossible. So we're asking, do you know anyone looking for a new situation, whether it's their first home or a new home? Best is here to provide creative ideas and help those you know feel more prepared and hopeful than ever before. Call me, Colton, at 675-BEST or visit bestwi.net for all of your real estate needs. Proudly brokered by eXp. It's Captain Clean here, and so is the rain, snow melt, and discovering what damage this super cold winter wreaked on your water pipes and hose bibs. If you find unexpected water or moisture in your home or business, call Captain Clean. Our experts are trained and certified and have tons of experience with water damage. If you find water, call Captain Clean, 672-0726, your local water damage experts. When the unexpected happens, you may wonder what's next. Champion Funeral Home can help you through this phase of life. They provide support and personal services while helping you create a meaningful tribute to your loved one. Champion Funeral Home has been locally owned and operated since 1911, providing compassion and care to Sheridan and Johnson County. Visit Champion Funeral Home at championfh.com or call 674-6329. 
Are you looking for the perfect way to show your love for your country and state? Look no further than the Sheridan Commercial Company. Hi, Kurt Smith here. We have a wide variety of U.S. and Wyoming flags in stock and ready for you to display proudly. With the 4th of July just around the corner, now is the time to get your flags. Show your patriotism and state pride today with a flag from the Sheridan Commercial Company at 303 Broadway. Open seven days a week. It's the final week to save on every piece of bedroom furniture at Moss Holders Design Center. If you need to update a master bedroom, guest room, or kids' room, Moss Holders has options. Choose from a wide selection of high-quality, solid wood products, or find more budget-minded bedroom groups from Ashley Furniture. Whether you find your favorite pieces in stock or need to order in the perfect group, every piece of bedroom furniture is on sale now. Moss Holders Bedroom Sale ends this Saturday. Moss Holders. Furniture is our passion. Good morning and welcome back to Public Pulse. I'm Floyd Whiting. With me for the second half of the show this morning is the Sheridan VA Healthcare System. I've got with me Mike Elbert. Albert, yes, sir. Albert, okay. And Donnelly Birch, Sheridan VA Innovation Program Lead. Liz Charles from the Salt Lake City VA Innovation Specialist. And Cherish Thompson, the Public Affairs Lead. Now, Mike, you are a Sheridan VA Enrollment Lead, and that's something that I always want to talk about because you're a fellow vet. Yes, sir. And I know that you've experienced the same thing that I have, where... You're trying to get your brothers and sisters through the door. Yep. But it's difficult to do. It's a difficult process. Uh, What have you found, and and I'm asking this for more than one reason, that works the best? So the biggest thing is I need veterans to come in and just speak to me. I need them to come in and talk to me. There's a lot of paths I can go down to get them enrolled. There's a lot of back doors. There's a lot of circumventing the system, shall we say. They just need to come speak to me. Uh, I've been down this path. I went through it myself before I started working for the VA. But the biggest thing is, is they come talk to me. I can get a, get them away through the doors. Because there's a lot of red tape. Yes, there is. And and if you've got a, a someone who knows their way through that valley. Yep. Yeah. I, I've walked it, and I can help them lead them down the path. Mike, have, have things improved at the VA over the past 15 years to a decade? 100%. So when I first uh, started with the VA, it was just, I was completely blind walking through it. But the biggest thing is, is now the pathway going through the VA, it's a lot more clear. Um, You know, your primary care team's more involved. It's it's actually set up as a team. There's more people involved in your healthcare. Um, All the different departments speak together. It's gotten a lot better than it was 10, 15 years ago. And, and that's kind of something that I want veterans out there to really consider. Things have improved. I saw a survey the other day, a news story that covered a survey. The VA has placed higher than private hospitals on service for the first time in its history, I believe. Yes. Uh, so it is really coming along. It really is. And, and it's not just the traditional Western medicine. The VA has invested loads of money into looking into alternate ways to treat trauma. Yep, they're looking at more of the whole health aspect for for everything is is how it affects you as a person, as opposed to just the you know here's some pills kind of thing that they used to do. 
Right, yeah. Uh, I can remember. <clears throat> First got home. One of my buddies went down to the VA, and he said he came home to a bag of drugs stuck between the door and the screen door. And that was it. Yep. I, I went through the same thing. I got out in 2012. Um, I was having surgeries uh, at Fort Meade in Maryland post-deployment uh, post from Afghanistan. And, uh, you know, it was basically, you know, here's your painkillers. Here's your this. Here's your that. And, you know, they created this almost epidemic that we're sitting in now. Yeah. And now they're trying to fix that and, and look at it as more of a holistic health kind of thing. Which I greatly appreciate. Absolutely. Because that was the one reason. That was the story that kept me from going through those doors. You know, if you want to medicate, I can do that myself. 100%. And I can do it having a lot more fun. 100%. <laughs> and that's exactly what I did. Uh, and I'm not saying it's the VA's fault by any means. No. That's not what I'm saying. What I am saying is it prevented me from walking through the doors. Mm -hmm. And alcohol, I'll just find my answers at the bottom of that bottle. Absolutely. And look how many veterans, look how many of our friends have done that, right? Look how many of us have, have, have found ourselves at the bottom of that bottle, right? It was the easiest choice. It's something that we did very well in the military. Yes. So it, there's a culture to, to it. it. Absolutely. Whether or not we want to talk about it, Mike, there's a culture to Absolutely. that. Absolutely. And, and, you know, that whole, hey, work hard, play hard right. thing, right? How many times did you show up for PT and you're still hanging on to what you're doing the night before? I want to thank every medic out there, whoever <laughs> stuck me the morning of the run. Right. Uh, that uh, the IV was greatly appreciated and 100%. worked very, very well. All right, Mike, I greatly appreciate you. I'm going to touch on this one more time, but uh, uh, if someone out there is listening and they're like, okay, <clears throat> sounds like uh, we're heading in the right direction, I want to contact Mike. How do I do that? 675-3482 is my direct number. Please call me, and I will figure out a way to get you in the system. Even if you have not done anything as of yet, the wars have been over since 2014, it's time to do something, guys. One hundred percent. And 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 I'm talking to even not just the GWAT veterans, but you know, look at our, our old fellers that are, you know, World War II, Korea, Vietnam. You know, too proud. Yeah. Don't be don't be too proud. Yeah. Get what you deserve and and come talk to me. I can help you down the path, not only with the health side of stuff, but also I can speak to on part of the uh, VBA as far as getting you, helping you with claims and that sort of thing. I can walk you down that path. So yeah. get what you deserve, and especially before it's too late, because, you know, it breaks my heart when I have these wives coming in and speaking to me, asking for help for their husband, but their husband was too proud and now it's too late. Yeah. God, that's heartbreaking, man. And 100%. we see it way too much. Yes, sir. And just so you know, guys, it's not just health care and mental health care. There's a community down there. Yes. There's a community who knows what you've seen. There's a community of brothers and sisters waiting for you right now. You don't have to handle this alone. I'm going to switch gears on you. Donna Lee Burt, Sheridan VA Innovation Program Lee. Donna Lee, what is the Innovation Program? So the Innovation Program is basically changing the future of healthcare for our veterans at the VA healthcare system, especially here in Sheridan. We have so many programs um, geared towards uh, addressing that whole health, addressing the whole person, non-drug related, non-pharmaceutical treatments, one of those being virtual reality. And that's a, it's amazing. What, what kicked this into gear? Uh, do you know what had to happen? at the national level 
to make them take a step back and say, maybe we should be reaching over to Eastern medicine. Maybe we should be looking at this as opposed to just throwing a drug at it. Well, not just not to just jump in, but I mean, the VA has been innovative in with the pacemaker, with other um, forward-moving medical advances for a while. So it's not a big stretch for VA to be looking innovatively at medicine and how we can progress forward. Um, yeah, like the pacemaker. I'm trying to think of other nicotine things patch. around the, the nicotine, nicotine patch. Oh, really? The nicotine patch was the VA? Mm-hmm. Yes, your aspirin regimen that you take, the baby aspirin you take every day to prevent heart attacks. That was developed by research done at the Lala VA. Lot of prosthetics. A lot of prosthetics, yeah. Yep. See, this is okay. Now we're actually <laughs> learning some stuff here. Innovation has been at the heart of VA, and I think over the last few years, the VA has really embraced the concept that we lead a lot of the healthcare in the nation. We train 80% of the healthcare professionals across the nation, and why not be at the head of it in innovation as well. Um, So we've really invested a lot of time and energy. We've been spreading innovation across the nation for since about 2015, which is when the innovations network within the VA was born, um, which is what where I directly come from and work under. It's it's just we want to be the future of healthcare. And in order to do that, we got to innovate and we rely on our staff to identify and our veterans to identify pathways to move forward. What do you need? You got a problem to solve? Let's figure out a way to solve it. And so what is it about the the Eastern medicine that that the innovation program? So the, the innovation program is more not so much about your Eastern medicine like yoga and Tai Chi. It's just another branch. So the yoga and Tai Chi was brought in under the whole health concept. Uh, virtual reality is what we're bringing in because it touches on sight, sound. Um, it touches your brain in such a way I can't even explain to you how effective it really is. It's puts you in an environment. For example, we have a PTSD headset. Our providers put a patient in the virtual reality world where it exposes them to triggers, a busy shopping area, nighttime concert, driving Wines. on the highway. Right. And it teach, it puts you in an environment that could trigger your PTSD. And you do it right there in the safety of their office. And they walk you through how to scale back that physical response, the increased heart rate, the nervousness, this, you know, you're feeling like you have to look over your shoulder. It feels like every pore is opening up on my body. Exactly. Yeah. And then they teach you how to scale that back. And then once they get you through controlling your physical response, that fight or flight you kind of feel, then they can teach you how to emotionally control your response to it. And they do this through virtual reality, exposing you before you go out. They don't, they can't take you out and be around with you, but they can teach you how to handle it when you are out there in the real world. How long has this thing been going on? We've been doing the PTSD headsets now for about a year. And we're piloting here in Sheridan. This will start next week. Our, our providers are currently, as we speak, being trained right now by our national experts on how to implement this within their programs here at Sheridan VA. That's absolutely amazing. That is innovation. Yes. Uh, personal story, I didn't even realize uh, I had an issue with something until I found myself in the situation. A line at the post office. I don't know why. And uh, you know what? You hear that from us a lot, don't you? I don't know why. But just standing in that line 
it felt like the whole room was closing in down around me and I couldn't do it. I was either going to do one of two things, get out of that room or take a knee. And I didn't want to take a knee. So I just, I just left. And because of that one event, I have avoided situations in my life for the past 12, 13 years. And I know that sounds really weird, but can I go down to the VA and stand in a virtual line? You can. Just to see if this will happen again. See, that's amazing. Yes, one of the environments in our PTSD headsets is waiting in line. Oh my God! Is that like a common thing? It's a common Very trigger. Common. <laughs> no. Look at look at how much the military trained you to go do all these things that we do, right? Now somebody's finally taking the time to just look and go, "Hey, we need to train them how to come back." Yeah. Well, you know, Donnelly, I thought I was special, but <laughs> <laughs> you know, but to an extent, I'm happy I'm not, because I could never figure out what's the root to this. Why a line? What what the heck is is causing this in me? You know. So now now, Liz, you're from the Salt Lake VA. Uh, you're up here on a visit. W- what is the visit for? Is yes. it this part of it? It is. I am here. So tomorrow there will be a innovation day that Sheridan is sponsoring that's open to the public where anybody in the community can come in and experience these VR headsets for themselves. So if you're thinking about buying an Oculus for your child, well, here's a chance to come in and try it out for yourself and see what it's like. I'll also be showing some of the innovation projects that we're working on in Salt Lake, and one of those is along VR as well. So we have an MSA who is a secretary who works at the VA, who worked in our whole health department, and saw how valuable equine therapy was for some of the participants and how a lot of people can't access that for physical, emotional, or mental reasons. And so she wanted to work on a project of bringing that to veterans through virtual reality. So we have been creating something called the haptic gloves, which allows you to feel um, virtually objects. And so that's been part of her innovation project that I have um, brought up to share with the community here. So I encourage everybody to stop by the VA tomorrow. There'll be a lot of interesting um, projects that you'll learn about of how the VA is an innovative place. So she's actually working on developing these gloves, hands-on the tech itself. Yes, we have a contract we've been working on with a private company and now with the University of Utah with a PhD in haptic, um, wearable haptics who's helping us develop these. Wow. This, this is a lot to look at, Cherish. I mean, and, and I, I, I speak with a lot of veterans. You know, and, and, and a lot of the things that uh, we examine about the VA is about, the, oh, not a lot of things have changed. It's always going to be the same. That's not the case. Yes. That is not the case at all, is it? Well, besides even the training for veterans themselves, part of this um, in, in immersive experience with the VR headsets is to put us in your shoes. What's that discharge process look like? How are, how are we treating our veterans when they come to our facility? Do we have empathy? Are we just moving them through the doors or are we taking time? So that's the other part is that we're training our own staff how to be more empathetic and putting them in your shoes. You know, I'm going to say, though, uh, we as soldiers, Marines, airmen, it's, <laughs> it's partially our fault as well. And I'm going to tell you why I say this. <laughs> During that out process, they evaluate us. 
but we share the answers that we need to give to get the hell out of that door as soon as possible. I know how to check that box. I know how to get through medical examination pretty quickly. Guilty. Uh, Yeah, especially medical examination, right? How many drinks are you having a week? Oh, take what I'm actually doing and tell them a quarter of that, Mm -hmm. and they'll leave you alone. If you tell them the truth, they're going to want to have the other conversation where you've got to go to the back room with the doctor. So we lie. I mean, and, and, and I, you know, I know there's a lot of veterans out there. That's a tough word, right? I'm not lying. I'm just getting out of here quicker. That's all I'm doing. Well, we're lying on those evaluations. A huge percentage of us are You're doing, doing that. a disservice to yourself. By exactly. Doing this. And we don't realize it until way too late after the fact. You know, if you have these problems when you're discharging, you need to say something because the military set up now to give you your VA disability and have that set up before you discharge. So you're coming out discharging, let's say your ETS date is a month down the road, right? But you're on final leave. You're coming out and I can see your percentage already in my system. Mm-hmm. You're gonna be at 80% and they're medically retiring you now too. Mm-hmm. That's That's for your future. Don't hold back. Yeah, yeah, you need to be truthful. I've got friends still in. They don't want to say anything. No. You know, I'm, I'm not going to talk about the nightmares. I'm not going to talk about the trigger events. I'm not going to talk about anything else because I know, well, they're going to pass me up for promotion. They're going to they're gonna look at me and wonder, is, is he square to go overseas this time around? And, and, and so we have this trepidation. We have this fear. We don't want to share as much as what's really going on and a lot of times there are the veterans out there who think well that's this is just the way it is this is how it is but it's not no or it doesn't have to be it doesn't have to be and it also helps the va in a lot of different ways doesn't it cherish if you're truthful on your evaluation then we get solid numbers about what the heck is actually going on exactly well we don't want to be just treating your PTSD if you're also having addiction issues because we have special we have special mental health things at the hospital to be able to take care of both of those things at the same time and PACT Act and that toxic exposure that's been happening we have some very important dates to share with the public one of them being August 19th yes and tell me about that because if folks didn't know this opens up an entire an entire new thing at the VA. Yep. So if you file for uh, either the Agent Orange, Gulf War, or Burn Pit registries and get a service-connected disability for any of the presumptive conditions, if you file before August 19th, it retroacts to August 19th of last year. So let's say you you get a 50% uh, rating. It's nearly $1,000 a month. That is going to retroact for 12 months. So, you know, you're looking at a $12,000, you know, increase in your bank account. That's, that's significant. Well, and then after that, uh, it opens up uh, avenues for possible treatment. Yep. And so veterans that uh, make too much money are not qualified for the VA because of their income. This, once they're service connected for these things, now they're fully eligible for the VA and income doesn't matter anymore. And we're reaching all the way back here, aren't we? We're talking Vietnam. Yeah. Yep. We're talking Korea. Yep. yep. And and if if uh, there are World War II soldiers out there still suffering from this, or maybe even widows. Yes. 
then you need to come forward to Mike and you need to say something. Absolutely. Come talk to me. I can put you down the right direction. It may not be with me. It might be with VBA, but I can get you down the path you need to go and we can get you set up. And there was a lot of work put into making sure that this PACT Act got through Washington. Uh, there were, I don't know if people were paying attention, but there were demonstrations at the Capitol. Veterans gathered together to make sure that this was taken care of. Whether these burn pits, Agent Orange, chemical fire, things like that affected them or not. And I can attest, I've actually even got a friend, couple of friends who served with the 1041st overseas, smoke inhalation, mm-hmm. burnt lungs, yep, burnt throats, and now they can be treated, whereas before, they couldn't. Yep. They, this this opens up the doors for so many people that they even know it. Look at your National Guard and Reserve guys that deployed. Um, you know, like, when I left active duty, I went into the Guard, and, and I spent more time on active duty in the Guard than I did on active duty, actually. But look at all those guys that deployed. They don't think that they're they're eligible for VA. You are. If you were ever on Title Ten orders, and and deployed or were in support of an operation, you are eligible for the VA, and that's a big one. And if you've lost your paperwork, which I know there's a lot of individuals out there who have, I imagine we can probably hunt that down. I have some ways. <laughs> I have some secrets. It's good to have friends. All right, I've only got two minutes left. I want to touch back on this Innovation Day real quick. When and where is it going to happen? It's tomorrow from 10 to 2 at the Sheridan VA in the auditorium. So Building 61, you just take the road up Fort Road, turn right at the Y. It'll take you around to the auditorium. You'll be able to get your head in a headset, check out all the different environments. We offer stress relief, pain reduction, um, creative arts. The PTSD headsets will be there. You'll also be able to see the staff training that Cherish was talking about earlier. Uh, you'll also be able to see the innovations that are being done at Sheridan VA, Salt Lake City VA, and Eastern Colorado VA will be there tomorrow as well. Oh, that's fantastic. So we're going to be looking at three major VAs that are at the forefront of innovation, actually yes, developing new technologies to yes, help sir. veterans get through their day that's absolutely amazing now i don't need to be a veteran to go up there do i no maybe i'm just a curious citizen yeah (laughs) i don't have any any veterans in my family but i want to see what's going on up there i can attend absolutely now real quick i've only got about 30 seconds left what is the one piece of innovation that you feel is the top right now for va I think virtual reality is making massive changes. Anybody that'll spend some time in a virtual reality and see how they are affected by it, thinking, oh, I'll just put it on and it just shows me something, you can feel it. You can feel it. Come up and try it out and see for yourself. It's a lot more real than what we think, isn't it? It absolutely is. I've had one of those Oculuses on. And, uh, yeah, I almost fell over when, like, a door opened up or something. It's it's pretty <laughs> real, folks. All right. Sheridan VA, Salt Lake City VA, I want to thank you for coming in this morning, taking some time. There was a little scheduling snafu. I apologize for that. I'm sure that one was on me. But uh, I appreciate the time that you've given me this morning. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All right. You've been listening to Public Pulse on 930 KROE at 103.9 FM. Sheridan. Your business deserves a strong partner. 
First Federal Bank and Trust provides cash management services to help your business collect, disperse, and manage funds. Whether you need merchant services or positive pay fraud protection, our team will find the tools that best support your business. Contact a cash management officer today by visiting efirstfederal.bank. First Federal Bank and Trust is your partner in success. Member FDIC. In this day and age, everyone's looking for a great value deal. Well, look no further than your locally owned McDonald's. The $3.50 value deal is available at your McDonald's in Sheridan, Buffalo, and Gillette. Choose from a McDouble, hot and spicy, or six-piece chicken McNuggets, plus a small fry for $3.50. Now that is the value. Don't forget to download the McDonald's app for even more great deals. Look no further for a great value deal than your locally owned McDonald's in Sheridan, Buffalo, and Gillette. This summer, unleash your outdoor oasis with the help of CNB Supply, your one-stop shop for all your tools and yard supplies. Located conveniently on Heartland Drive in beautiful Sheridan, the store is ready to make your summer dreams come true. At CNB Supply, they understand that a well-stocked toolbox is essential for any outdoor project, and they have just the items to help you fill it. From grills to gardening to landscaping, they've got you covered. CNB Supply is here to transform your yard into a summer paradise. Come in and visit CNB Supply on Heartland Drive, Monday to Friday, 7.30 to 6.30, and Saturday, 8 to 3. The City of Sheridan Weed and Pest Division would like to announce that mosquito fogging will begin starting the week of June 12th and continue through the mosquito breeding season. Fogging will take place Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday evenings when necessary. For more information, to report heavy concentrations of mosquitoes, or to request that your home be in a no-spray zone, please call the mosquito hotline at 307-655-8297 or visit the website at www.sheridanwy.gov. Celebrate the 4th of July with family, friends, and all your neighbors with fireworks. Whizbang Fireworks is now open with a huge selection of fireworks, including high 500 milligram display cakes, multi-shot reloading artillery shells, from bottle rockets to Roman candles, missiles, fountain cones, bigger and better assortment packs. Whizbang Fireworks will get your fourth off to a big bang. Whizbang Fireworks stand is now open daily, 10 a.m. to 8 p.m. on North Main Street behind Pizza Hut. Please follow all local laws. Whizbang Fireworks. What if I told you you could save hundreds or even possibly thousands of dollars shopping? That's exactly what I'm telling you. And even better, you're shopping local vendors. The summer auction on SheridanMedia.com has pages of items for sale. You'll see the retail price, and you can bid half of that price if no one else bids, and you'll get it for that price. You can save hundreds and even possibly thousands of dollars. I hope you're going to SheridanMedia.com right now. Click on the summer auction ad and place your bids. Sunday at noon on News Talk 930 and 103.9 FM.